What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined by Rachel Mogan. Bonjourno. Bonjourno to you as well. How are you doing today? I am doing okay. Good, 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 good. We got a lot of fun stuff, exciting stuff to talk about this week because uh, last Thursday, June 11th, was the PS5 reveal event where we finally got to see the the full design of the console itself. But not only that, we also got to see a big list of some of the upcoming games that are going to be on the PS5. And there are some real bangers in there, but we're going to get to that in a little bit. But first... I'll tell you about this show. We are Team Chat Podcast, a weekly video game show where we talk about games, the ones we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between. New episodes come out Tuesdays, 9 a.m. Central Time, and you can listen to those on podcast services around the World Wide Web, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and others. You can also watch a video version of each episode over on our YouTube channel. You can find us on social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Join our Discord server. Links for all that are in the description below. And also, you can support the show on Patreon. I uh, wanted to just remind everyone that for the next few months, we are going to be donating 100% of our Patreon uh, of our Patreon money that we raise there and donating it to either Black Lives Matter or other causes that uh, we f- we want to support in within that movement. Uh, 100% of that of our Patreon earnings are going to that, and we are also promoting uh, donations and everything like that throughout our stream. So please check out all that. Donate if you you haven't already please help support this cause but if you would like to help make the show bigger and better as well you can do that by uh writing us reviews signing up subscribing on our social no subscribing on like the podcast services telling your friends all that good fun stuff helps make the show bigger and better as well but before we get to the main topic of the day let's get a little bit of news and what's coming out soon in our moment with bogan all right, well, obviously, all of today is going to be about news in general, but in the near that's true, future, that's very true. In the near future, uh, coming out as of this episode's release date on June 16th, we have Darius Cosmic Collection Arcade and Darius Cosmic Collection Console for PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch. There's also Desperados 3 for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Disintegration, which I will say right this time. <laughs> uh, disintegration for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Elder Scrolls Online Greymore is out for Stadia. Oh boy. And then uh, tomorrow on June 17th, we have Haxity for PC. Pokemon Sword and Shield The Isle of Armor, that is, I believe, the first expansion for Pokemon Sword and Shield, uh, comes out for Switch. Pamela, and that is with all... I don't know, abbreviations, p.a.m.whatever. <laughs> Pamela uh, comes out June 18th for PC. Waking comes out on June 18th as well for Xbox One and PC. Burnout Paradise Remastered comes out for the Switch on June 19th. The Academy, the first riddle, uh, is out for PC. Mac, Mac always gets one. Getting, still for- getting some good ones this week. That's like three weeks in a row that Mac's got a game. Yeah, it's been a good month for Mac. (laughs) (laughs) The Academy, the first riddle, that's out for PC, Mac, iOS, and Android. The Coma 2, Vicious Sisters, for PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch. And, of course, The Last of Us Part 2 for PlayStation 4, that's out on June 19th. I know it's mirrored. So it's flipped, and it's backwards, and the text is backwards, but my shirt says it. (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) Oh, man, Mogan. Can you believe that we are here at the week of the release of The Last of Us Part 2? I can't. I can't. It's still blowing my mind that it's here. 
I really can't. There is actually a few other games that dare to come out the same weekend as The Last of Us Part 2. Primarily, SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated (laughs) (laughs) for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch. Oh man, I'm worried now. I think think that one's going to steal the market share of Last of Us Part 2. I don't know about this. I don't don't know. I don't know if it can succeed. Tough competition, The Last of Us. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Oh man. I am, uh, I've probably. Hopefully by the time this episode's out, or maybe I will, I should be on like my last wrap up session of trying to replay Last of Us and everything. And I want to do something about that too. So I'm going to be uh, putting some t- kind of thing to collect thoughts and put all that together uh, to talk about. Getting, how far are you right now in your streaming playthrough? Uh, so as of right now, this is re- recording on a Saturday morning. I have three. I think I have three things left. The like three, three areas left. Um, so... How it's kind of been going is I've been going in like two hour chunks and that seems to like take care of a section of of each area of like new story chapter or whatever. So I kind of feel like I maybe have like three more times I got to do it or I'm kind of thinking maybe splitting it into two big ones because once you get into the end game of that game, you just got to, you know, you just got to blow through it. Uh, But it was really fun, though, because last time I did it, I played was able to finally play the Left Behind DLC, which was fantastic. I loved it. It was so good. Gave like never it was, played that before, right? No, I hadn't played it before because I it, it like it felt it was only two hours, and so it kind of felt weird to like play that outside of the story of the main game. So that's why I never wanted to just play it by itself. Um, but going back and having it, and you know, being able to play it where it fits into the story of The Last of Us and everything, and then getting this more even background of Ellie's story and everything like that was just. God, it was so good. So I like if you haven't played it yet either, like don't fix your mistakes like I just did and, you know, go play the Left Behind DLC because it's it's a fantastic addition to the last of a story. But no, waiting with bated breath. Can't wait. Uh, I got the collector's edition coming of it. So we'll be looking be looking forward for an unboxing video of that as well. So it's going to it's going to be some last of us heavy content uh, at the end of the week. So I am excited. But also what I'm excited about were the amazing lineup of games that we saw in the ps5 reveal event so should we just jump right in and talk about all this awesomeness that we saw i guess we should but lord almighty where to start right we could start at the beginning and fortunately this uh we this article that we have is like the is in it's from GameSpot's list of all the of all the games they're actually in release that they were revealed on the thing um do you just want do we want to go through and talk about all of them i mean we can like skip we might as well say them all it's not a super long list no i think we should at least mention all of them because it's not a super long list and to start i do have one you know it's really one of my only complaints about the entire presentation but i might as well start with the one and only complaint that i have which is that they start this big stream the future of gaming Mm -hmm. and i mean i guess i can kind of see the reasoning maybe but they chose to start it by revealing that oh boy everybody's most favorite game that they're definitely not tired of grand theft auto (laughs) 5 is coming to the ps5 and it's like cool i mean i get it in the sense that rockstar is still making bank through red through uh grand theft auto online so it makes sense for them to bring it to the to the next generation as well and it's cool that it's like going to have some it'll be expanded they're adding new stuff and it's not just like here's this game again that you've had before but also hey count your blessings at least it wasn't skyrim again actually i was thinking it would have been funnier if it had been skyrim because then everybody would have been like oh 
Skyrim. <laughs> Imagine how many people would have just closed out of it and just shut off the stream and just been like, nope, I'm done. You, you bring, you're bringing, you're throwing is, Skyrim in my face again. Get out of here. Get out of town. Uh, I, I, I think PlayStation made or Sony made a good choice by making the uh, Twitch chat emotes only. They were like, no talking oh. <laughs> emotes only. So when Grand Theft Auto and I think whatever... Uh, oh, Gran Turismo. When Gran Turismo was shown kind of right after it, the chat was just blowing up with that emote that's like the guy falling asleep and snoring. And I was like, yeah, this is boring. I don't give a hot damn about Grand Theft Auto V or Gran Turismo 7, sorry, even though it is a new game. At yeah. least Gran Turismo 7 is a new game. But it just seemed like such a strange choice to me to launch your huge presentation on such like a a non-future of gaming game that's mm-hmm. not the future of gaming it's the literally the past and like <laughs> i just i just thought that five, was really funny seven like it's an old game at this point yeah it's an old ass game yeah grand theft auto 5 came out before sam and i got married so it's at least six years old the ps5 can only six, make a game old. that old look so much better i mean i know they're remastering it to a certain extent but it's like grand theft auto isn't a good looking game really in the first place oh really you don't think it looks good no, oh, I, I've I think never Grand liked Auto, the look of it. I think Grand Theft Auto looks great, especially Maybe when that's it starts. Just a personal on, opinion, but yeah. I've always thought it's ugly. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't know that. But I mean, yeah, we also I do not don't like it. Neither of us have played a ton of. I've actually haven't ever finished Grand Theft Auto Five. I've played around in it a lot, and I did just when it was free on the Epic Game Store. I did snatch it up because I'm like, uh, yeah, I'll try it out and see how it looks on PC with like all these, you know, the like upgraded graphics and everything like that. But uh, from what I would get uh, on my PS4. But still, Jared, I'll go on ahead and advise you now. Don't bother finishing it. You have so much else to look. Oh, it's not. To I mean, now. it's it's. No, oh, yeah, I absolutely do. It's not on my list of like something I'm going to do like right now and be like, I got to re- jump into this game. But I was like, I want to I want to play around with it some. I'll, I'll mess around with it. But so, yeah, so we started off. I really like the montage that the whole thing started off with, like the past, like the going through the yeah, history of PlayStation that. games like that was pretty cool. And um. And that super trippy reveal of the, all the PlayStation symbols at the very beginning where it looked like an MC Escher, like 3D design. The, I was, wait. I, I I literally tweeted, I was like, did I eat some shrooms accidentally in my lunch? What is happening here with this? Because it well, is when trippy it as hell. Off, I had like, I, I didn't think it was that trippy, but that initial shot, I think I told this to you when we were chatting about it, uh, that initial shot of like a black and gray room with this white kind of rectangular obelisk in the middle. I was like, oh my God, is this control? Because oh, it just yeah, it yeah, looked yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. like something you would see. And in like control, how all the pieces so. were like building and falling into place yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But it wasn't red, so obviously not controlled. Yeah, not controlled, not controlled. It wasn't the hiss taking over at all. Uh, but but so, then, so that's Grand Theft Auto V yeah. that nobody cares about. In other news... What people do care about, though, is that the next uh, re- the next reveal that they made was the standalone Spider-Man Miles Morales, which uh, is got the Superman fans very excited and very excited to see that Miles Morales is not only, you know, uh, building on the into the Spider Verse and you know building up his popularity there outside of the comics, but now he's moving into the video games as well, which is pretty sweet. Um, I have not played no, Spider Man yet. Me neither. Um, it does describe Spider Man Miles Morales as it's not a complete sequel; it's an enhanced and expanded version of 2018's game. So, in a lot of ways, it will be very very similar to the 2018 spider-man which right. was very well received oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. i gather that game is excellent but i also haven't played it but i do love miles morales obviously like anyone with a brain um i watched into the spider-verse and it Such a good blew movie. my mind Such a so good i saw movie. it in theaters two more times 
uh, one of my favorite movies. So um, I am actually mildly interested in a Spider-Man video game for once. Oh, wow. This one is there finally caught All right, my attention. Let's, let's get you that copy for your review. Uh, be looking forward to it at the end of this year, please. Uh, but so it's interesting, though, how much like co- uh, confusion got sp- a, spun up around that because everybody was like, wait, so it's not a, a sequel, but it's not. Yeah. It, it almost really people, they, they first clear. made it sound like it was going to be like DLC, but then now, but, yeah. but now like they've come out and had to clarify like, no, 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 no. Like the, the example I've seen thrown around a lot is it's like uncharted lost legacy. It's its own game. It's standalone. You can buy it separately. You don't have to have Spider-Man, the, the first Spider-Man, but it's not like as big and probably like story scope as and Spider-Man technologically game. speaking, it's not like they built this game from the ground up. Right, because they used yeah. a lot of assets and everything from the first Spider-Man. But exactly. Spider-Man. But so, so in terms of like crazy new technological advancements or wild new bits of gameplay, that's probably not what you're going to get, but it's more for the story. Yeah. Which, you know, what a great story. Everybody loves Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. Oh, 10 yeah. Out of 10. I mean, I recommend Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> it, it definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. This Into the Spider-Verse. But I am more excited about this one than I am of the original Spider-Man game because it's just the thing. I know there are Spider-Man fans and I like Spider-Man, but there have been so many iterations of Spider-Man in movies within the last since just in the 2000s. Like over the last, which I guess is 20 years, but like still it's like over the last, however long since Sam Raimi's first Spider-Man came out to where we are now, like how many different iterations of Spider-Man that we've gone through. I've just been burned out on Spider-Man. So that's why I never Uh, felt like I want to play this, but Spider-Man Miles Morales looks pretty cool because of into the threshold of being like, I can't believe anyone, anyone is still daring to make new spider-man content oh yeah like why we have enough please stop exactly that's kind of that's kind of how i felt about it uh but then they did announce gran turismo 7 which isn't really our our bag at all um but it it, uh, the will i will say about gran turismo the thing about it like i'm not a car racing guy in any way shape or form but you got to give them props that the game looks pretty oh as it looks fuck. fantastic it like in terms of appearance it oh, looks yeah. gorgeous uh I, I think that racing games in general or at least gran turismo has always kind of been on that cutting mm-hmm. edge of like next generation console we're going to launch our new game and it's going to maximize the features of what we're having what we now have to work with so yeah it looks amazing mm-hmm. sounds great i guess i don't know the various car engine noises like many people do so can't really comment vroom. on that. Yeah, vroom. <laughs> uh, but I just thought that it was, I, I have this thought all the time with racing games in particular. They always get people who I guess are competent to play them for their gameplay footage. And I'm like, show me what it will actually be like when I play it. It'll, I'm not good at racing games. Oh yeah, it'll be like at a bowling alley show with the bumpers the on the back, side. Just bouncing like off accidentally this. accidentally <laughs> going backward backwards the traffic is coming towards me and i'm like i think i'm going the wrong way <laughs> yeah no i i'm terrible at uh, i'm well you've all seen through our community mario kart night that we had that's oh, like the only yeah, re- you, racing game that i'm decent at and i'm not and even very good at it good. yeah 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 no. i'm not i'm not that good at it um but no so you got gran turismo 7 if gran turismo 7 is your bag the first one that i was like oh shit because it was super exciting to see very excited uh and I know there was that leak that had gone out with some lists, and you, so you kind of had an idea of what you might expect, but it's still like, it's always exciting still when you see the things come true and you're like, oh my God, right. and we get a new Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. 
This was super exciting. Yes. Um, I love that they are reviving Ratchet and Clank. Uh, of course, the Ratchet and Clank for PS4 game that was like a reimagining mm-hmm. of the original Ratchet and Clank was still really well received. It was an excellent game. game. It's on sale right now, by the way. Ooh, actually, a lot of stuff is actually because very quick pause because I forgot to mention this during the moment with Mogan. Uh, Sony's Days of Play sale and Nintendo's eShop Summer sale are both going on right now. And I the the deals are insane. Yeah, I just picked up Concrete Genie, which is a game that I've been wanting to play for a while. I'm curious about that one, too. I'm very curious to see what you think about that. It was only 12 bucks. Oh, that's and I was not like, bad. hell yes. Hitman 2. We'll talk about Hitman Ooh. in a minute here, but Hitman 2 is only $11. Oh, shit. So, really? Like on the PlayStation oh, Store. So if you want to pick up Hitman 2, <laughs> God, now's the time. I'm, I'm going to spend some money in, on games, I think, today because uh, somebody, was it you or no? Somebody on our Discord, I think Indy on our Discord pointed out that Firewatch was on sale or was that you? Uh, yeah, that was ND. So okay. ND said that Firewatch was on. So I need to I finally pick that Switch. up for the Switch. Yeah, I did see it so, though. It's on uh, like GoodOldGames.com. Also has it for like five bucks for PC, nice. and PC and Mac and stuff like that. But yeah, well, so lots the point of is that on. just across the board, some stellar games from both Nintendo and available on PlayStation are on sale at just crazy prices. So for God's sake, buy now, buy oh, yeah. low, sell Absolutely. high the stock market <laughs> okay sorry for that quick diversion um, so ratchet and ratchet clank, and clank yeah. rift apart uh this is a brand new installment in the ratchet and clank series which i don't recall when the last like official one came out in the original trilogy oh but i mean it's been it was a, heck a while a long time. yeah yeah it's been a heck of a long time I think everybody's excited about Ratchet and Clank. Like, who's going to be like, boo, this well, sucks. But I mean, can we talk about, too, how much of a showcase it was for the power we're going to be getting from the PS5? My God, that gameplay they showed off was insane. Think yeah, about like, insane. all the destructible environments, all the things that are flying around in particles and pieces of debris that are flying around in the, in the in those areas that they showed in the gameplay demo. But then not only that, you have the, like, a rifting through to alternate planes and realities that are, that is instantaneous and it's a completely new setting. It's a completely new area and you just like go through a portal and you're there. And it was just like how seamless and smooth it was and just how beautiful the animations were and everything just looked it. You can just tell from that, like the PS five has some power behind it. Yeah, so the the premise behind Rift Apart is that it's this kind of time and space continuum being torn apart sort of thing. So in addition to what Jared described of Ratchet and Clank like falling through these massive portals mm-hmm. that appear to just be between entirely different worlds, they also showed off a new mechanic that kind of looked like a grappling hook, but for these smaller, like in-environment, uh, like by-level I guess just rifts, you mm-hmm. would call them. Yeah, just rifts or portals where uh, Ratchet... Yeah, Ratchet. I always yep. forget which one is Ratchet and which Clank's one is Clank. Clank's the robot. <laughs> yeah, <he's>... I know. <laughs> I always get it eventually, but I'm like, oh, it's hard to think of them as being separate entities. Yeah. Uh, so Ratchet will, like, throw out a little laser whip thing. It, it looks like Samus's grappling hook mm-hmm. from the Metroid series. And latch onto a rift and pull himself forward through that rift, and it's like, bam! you are then wherever that rift has spit you back out across the level. Mm -hmm. So in terms of combat, you're going to be able to quickly whip around to different areas of the map uh, and, of course, get some crazy new battles uh, with enemies because Russian Clank is known for having some amazingly wild and fun 
guns and various weapons, uh, and I'm sure they showed off a few of them in this game as well. And it looks like it's just going to be a raucous fun time that oh, yeah. Russian Plank is known for. I like that one that was the that looked like it shot like a water fountain that froze. Yeah, that, like, made yeah. I, like an ice fountain thing that like froze and like held people in place and stuff like that. Yeah, that was, was cool. But then the big reveal at the very end of the trailer is Ratchet and Clank get thrown through a rift, uh, through one of these rifts, and they get separated. And Clank is like Ratchet, Ratchet, and then and then a female version of Ratchet drops beside him and is like who? And he and Clank's like what? Which <laughs> uh, so what do you think? What bets on name? Uh, do you think Ratchet? it's Ratch Ratchet? Like no, E-T-T-E? I think it's ra- oh, oh, that's actually a much better name. Although, I like your name. Although I will say in the trailer, I think when Clank says like Ratchet, she's like who? So that might not be your name. But I was still just well like, because obviously her name is Ratchet. <laughs> he didn't have the right inflection. <laughs> yeah, that's actually what my guess was. <laughs> but uh, but no, so I'm I'm very excited about Ratchet and Clank for that. Uh, then we had a, a couple next ones that we don't know. A, these next like three we don't know a whole lot about because it was it was just like reveals uh, it was like trailer reveals but didn't give a whole lot of like what's happening i feel like Uh, the first one especially especially this first one yeah we know nothing about this project athia it looked really cool like it looked visually engaging it looks like it's a cool like um like mage magic game like it looked like you know you're fighting dragons there are these big fantastical beasts and everything and you can use like the earth to like it showed that your character capturing one of these like wolf beasts in a tangle of vines and roots and everything that you just called up from the ground and so it looks it again visually stunning looked like it's going to be a very big open world game it's from square enix i believe yeah square enix and luminous productions and but that I means that's about all you know. <laughs> that's about. Yeah, it. Uh, I I really do want to be very excited about this game because from what little we've seen, I like the look of the main character. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks really interesting. I love the look of the world. Yes. But we just have no details at all about really what it what gameplay is truly going to be like. Really anything of what it's going to actually feel like when you play it. So for now, I will. I will mark myself down as cautiously optimistic. Yeah. I was kind of like breaking these games and like separating them into ones like that. I'm very excited about ones that I'm just like, okay, I'm curious to see where this one goes. And then ones I was like, ah, I don't care. Uh, and the, and project the Athia about, definitely hit the, like, I'm curious to see where it goes. The thing about project, I say Athea. So, um, the thing about project, that's probably Athea actually that what I it's thought supposed was, to be. we'll never know. They didn't say it. They didn't <laughs> give us any information. How can we prove what it that's is? True. <laughs> So uh, Project Athea, the thing that like really grabbed me as being like, oh, that looks fun, was the brief section they showed where she's doing these huge jumps mm-hmm. uh, to like small cliffs across what appears to be a valley or something. And it looks really fluid and almost like long jump pseudo flying. Yeah. And I love those kinds of kind like semi aerial mechanics. They always have such a fun feeling of freedom. So that's the part that I was like, ooh, that looks fun. Uh, so hopefully that'll be a big mechanic of the game, in which case, tick me up to uh, slightly more cautiously optimistic. <laughs> which, too, like makes you wonder what type of how the gameplay will actually be if it is this. You know, because jumping from these tall cliffs to tall cliffs and these small areas where you're landing, that's almost platformer-esque. Yeah, uh, it actually, it vaguely reminded me of the kind of parkour-like platforming of 
prince, not the prince of Egypt, Mirror's, prince of Persia. Prince of Persia? <laughs> I was going to say Mirror's Edge, maybe. Yes. But yeah, prince no, of Persia. Yeah, Mirror's Edge, too, to a certain extent. But this is obviously third person. Right. So the third Mirror's person Edge aspect makes it a little bit more like Prince of Persia. So uh, it could be very cool. We just need to know a lot more. Yep. But now you're very excited about this next one. <laughs> the next one looked amazing. So the next one, I'll just go on ahead and tell you what it's called. It's called Kitty Cat in Robot World 2021. <laughs> That's the actual title of the game. Cybercat 2077. Cybercat 2077. Yes. <laughs> That's not what it's called. It's called Stray. Uh, so this is from Annapurna Interactive. Um, Annapurna? Anna. They're a publisher that's put out a couple of really cool games in the near past that I am just blanking on right now, but I know their name because they like, I know that I've played games from them. So hmm. unfortunately I'm forgetting what all they've done before. But Stray appears to be a game where you will play, fingers crossed, I am pretty sure that you are going to play as a cat, as a real little kitty cat, but you are kind of traversing this robot world where there appear to be no humans. Mm -hmm. uh, you can see some graffiti in the background that says, like, R.I.P. humans, sad emoji face, <laughs> or, or, you know, something to that extent. Uh, but And all you see are robots, really, like, humanoid robots in terms of how they behave. You know, they're going about their regular life. They appear to have just fully replaced humanity. Mm -hmm. uh, but you really don't know what you're going to be doing as the cat the cat wears a cute little backpack it that has like really a cute fun. little utility pack uh but it's not humanoid it's just a regular cat wearing a backpack and i guess you get to walk around this robot city and have cool fun cat times which is exactly the kind of content i'm here for absolutely i told sam about it too immediately i was just like uh sam you have to look at this game but you know what it actually reminds me a whole lot of did you ever watch that show on netflix uh i'm blanking now Love, Death, and Robots. I did not. I oh. heard so much about it, and then I never got around to watching the it. The second episode is very similar to the idea of this game. Like, there, it's just like post-apocalypse world, bunch of robots running around and, like, exploring the world that was once was. And they come across this cat in a house, and it winds up following them because the, it get, gets up in the, one of the robots' lap when it's sitting on a couch, and it's like, I don't know what to do. What do I do with this? What do I do? What, what do, I do? And the other one was like, you got to pet it. And he started petting it. And then it start, the cat started purring, and he's like, "It's it's it's vibrating now. What do I do? What do I? I, I don't know." And they're like, "Is it a bomb? Oh I don't God. know." And they're like freaking a out because they don't understand what it is, and like, "You have to keep doing it now." And it's a, it's a very funny really episode. Really cute. Okay, uh, I'm just gonna yeah. watch episode two now. Watch I, episode I have to two. See that immediately. The whole show is great, uh, but yeah, that that episode in terms reminded of like, me of it. So it did say that Stray is coming in 2021. We have no idea when, so it's probably going to be a long while yet before we actually see this game mm -hmm. uh, release. In terms of what I want from gameplay, God, I hope you just get to be this cute kitty walking around town, and I hope your primary goal is just to make friendly robot friends. I'd I just want to have a fun, cool game with some neat platforming where you get to go around and make robots happy. <laughs> That's all I want. I mean, given that you have the backpack and stuff, that's kind of what I feel like it is. It's like you're on this, the quest for maybe finding out what happened to the human to humans or something. But then also, yeah, you're just fulfilling errands and doing puzzles, environmental yeah, puzzles just, and stuff for the for the robots. That's kind of what I'm you might just assuming be like it's a little go. a little cat courier, a little <laughs> cat USPS delivery person. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How fun is that? Kitty. But yeah, so uh, Stray from Annapurna Interactive. Annapurna. Interactive. Uh, this next one 
is one that I think falls in my very curious category. Uh, I feel like this is the one that we have the most information about just because its trailer was really expansive. It was very expansive. It gave a lot of, and I think it had to be because of what this game is. Uh, But Returnal, so basically what it's from House House Marquee. Uh, Is it House Marquee or House Mark? I always... I would say Housemark, but honestly, it's not. Okay, Housemark. I think it's House. I think it's Housemark, and I've heard that, and I said it weird wrong the first time for some reason. But basically, uh, this one at first, I was kind of like, okay, this one sounds in tone to like that Tom Cruise movie, Live Die Repeat, where it's like he just goes through the same cycle or Groundhog Day, really. But um, but basically, in Returnal, you are a you are a uh, astronaut explorer. We don't really know who has crash landed on an alien planet and is basically caught in this loop where they have to go where they have to go through their their day and they are and basically have to like try to escape from this ever repeating loop of time. And even if when the, your character dies, they don't they it seems like that's not a piece like there's some other extra puzzle that you have to figure out when you're when you after even after you've you've died to like return to the life part of it and stuff like that. But the big thing that has me very, very, very interested in this because it's not something I, to my knowledge that I don't know, I at least have not played it. I keep hitting my mic a lot today. Sorry. Um, is a, it's procedurally generated. Basically every time you restart the planet you're on is different. It looks different. You'll face different obstacles. You'll face different th- things like that. You have to get across. I have not seen that in a game of AAA graphic quality. I've seen it a lot in smaller indie titles like Rogue Legacy is one that comes to mind, but uh, I haven't seen it too in a game of this scale. And so that's that's very interesting to see what they'll be able to do. And again, another testament to the processing power of the PS5 that it can algorithmically generate these landscapes in this in this world that you're going to explore every single time you die. And that I think is going to be very interesting to see how that is pulled off. Uh, what was the game that came out maybe last year or a couple of years ago that got really good critical reviews and it was based on a similar premise where you kept like going to different worlds and you only had like seconds or minutes to do whatever it was that you were there to do? It got rave reviews. I feel like it may have even been at the Game Awards, but I'm just blanking on what it was called now. But I that's too. the game that I thought of. Uh, well, okay, this- wait. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. I didn't mean, I didn't mean to cut you oh, off. Uh, so that's the game. I Obviously, I can't remember what it's called, but that's the game that I thought of when I saw this because it appears to be, you know, you're trying to solve some sort of mystery, but you have to, in theory, make enough progress each time after you die to put it together, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing, I guess, the, I guess the closest thing, now that I'm thinking about it, I guess No Man's Sky, because there are so many planets and so many places that you'll visit. Those planets are procedurally generated, I, I'm pretty sure. But it's yes. still... It's not it quite still the feels same different. concept. It feels different. Yeah. And so I feel... Because in this why, case, you're crash landing on the same planet over and over again. Right. And even though it changes a little bit every time you come back, it would seem. Uh, it, you know, it's not like it's an entirely new world. It right. is the same world changing over time. Right. So because of that, I have a pretty big, like, I'm very curious about this uh, reaction to Returnal. The trailer was great, too. Very intense and very just very like uns- unsettling and just making you like, oh, man, this is nerve wracking. They did also show at the end of it, the tail end of the trailer, what appeared to be a little bit of gameplay that kind of looked like a third person run and gun sort of deal. Uh, because your player character, whose name we don't know, which kudos 
A plus star bonus point for some middle-aged woman integration in video games. She was solidly middle-aged. Yeah. She had actual wrinkles. And I was like, yes, finally, middle-aged women in games and not just the polar opposite of teenager early 20s and old, old, old. Which old, 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 obviously, you know, is my favorite kind Sniper of Sniper grandmas, lady. Anna. Yes, I'm all about them cyber grandmas, but I was really pleased to see a leading title character in what appears to be an action sci-fi game that is just a normal-looking middle-aged woman mm. who has heterochromia. She has two different colored eyes. Oh, that's right. That was the other cool like thing I noticed She's about that. She's got them David Bowie eyes. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, so, any any more thoughts on Returnal? No, it looks cool. I am really intrigued by it, Uh, but I think a lot of my interest level in this is going to depend on how the gameplay eventually shakes out. I would really like for it to air more on the side of sci-fi horror as opposed to run and gun high octane action games. I know I could see, I could see it going either way. Like I could, I, from how it looked and everything, I was kind of like, I feel like this could look a lot, wind up looking a lot like control. And how it yeah, and how it behaves maybe. and how you move around in combat and stuff like that. But yeah, I think something a little more like horror esque would be really cool. If, essentially, because that's how the trailer kind of sets it up too. So that would be interesting to see. Yeah, I mean the world that she's on and the trailer itself, they set up a tone of like really dark, intense landscape. Mm-hmm. So I hope that they don't just waste that. I feel like that's always a, a good, fun setting that I'm excited about. Yeah, for sure. Uh, next up, we had. I can't, I, again, I don't really know. I know the series is, the franchise is really big and has a lot of fans. I've just never gotten into it. Uh, but Sackboy, a big adventure. So it's a continuation of the Little Big Planet franchise. Looked like some fun, yeah, cute so actually, 3D platforming. It did. Um, I thought when I was watching it that it looked like the game, like the kind of game that you and Sam might like to play together. Yeah. Because I can it see just that. looked like fun, cool action that Sam doesn't have to bother reading a bunch of dialogue. I know she hates that. She does. She does hate that. <laughs> so this might be the kind of game that, you know, you can play with your friends. It did show what appeared to be up to four people playing mm-hmm. together at a time. Uh, unclear whether or not there will be any more than that. But yeah, it looks like. Fun platforming action, either solo or with your friends, which is exactly what Little Big Planet is known for, very well known for. So, huzzah! More Little, Little Big, Big Planet. Planet. Yeah, Little Big Planet's always kind of struck me as a, and another reason too. I hadn't actually thought about Sam like that much, but I bet you're right because it looks a lot like and behaves a lot like Yoshi's Crafted World, just in its not. I know very different things, but still, just in how it's like everything's either like cardboard or like Sackboy. He's obviously like a crocheted, you know, little. Um, stuffed yeah. stuffed ant or stuffed creature stuffed character and and everything and you know and so but yeah i'll check that one out his name is sack boy <laughs> 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 it's too bad he couldn't get a different name um the biggest change Could- here for sack boy of big adventure is that the previous little big planet games were all 2d action and this is actually 3d platforming nice so sack boy has made it into three dimensions officially Woo! Woo! now this one this next one I was more excited about than I thought I was going to be. I don't know what to make of it. I mean, mainly because I'm excited to see this genre come back. I feel like it's been a while since we've seen the demolition derby game come back. And this is destruction all stars. Uh, So it's going to have destructible, destructible vehicles, uh, awesome on foot characters. And, but basically, yeah, it just is going to be, it's a demolition derby game. You know, you're driving around, you get power ups, you have weapons, your main goal is to destroy the other cars. And, you know, I don't think I've played a game like that since Star Wars Demolition on the PS1. So I think mine would have been an old, old, maybe the first Twisted Metal game. Mm-hmm. 
uh, that's how long it's been for me. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, this is what I mean. Like I haven't seen an entry in this one. That's a ra- That's raised my, uh, curiosity about it since this, since this one. So I, for that reason, I was like, this would be cool. Will I, but here's the, st- the stipulation I come with it. This will be really cool if it's free to play. I don't see myself spending sixty dollars yeah, on it. Yeah, no, I probably wouldn't either. Just because it's not it, my type of, it's not overall my type of game. Bro, Mogan and I were talking about it, and it kind of looks like twisted, like a mix of twisted metal, but with Fortnite graphics. And kind of based on the graphics alone, I'm thinking that their audience might air into that free-to-play Fortnite category, where mm-hmm. you know they make all of their money through sales in-game. So that's kind of where I'm also thinking Destruction All Stars might might go, like in terms of their territory, which is fine. I well, feel like that's a great way to get a big player base for a game like this, because otherwise, I feel like Destruction Dem- Demolition Derby is like a little niche. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they they need all the help they can get to get a big player base. I mean, Mike's expectation with this is it probably is I I would actually no more think about it. I think it probably will be free to play. Because think about it, like it did in the trailer make a whole lot of like a big highlight about, well, okay, I don't know if it'll be free to play. Basically, it looks like there looks like you'll be able to pick your characters. You'll have like characters, which I know those characters will come with skins. I know those characters are going to come with with those with vehicle customizations and upgrades and all this different stuff. So it could follow like the Apex Legends route of doing it where it is free to play. They have seasons. They have battle passes and all this stuff to support it or it could go the the Overwatch Overwatch route where it is you buy the base game and then they supply, you know, they have purchasable cosmetics. But then after that, every content like seasonal updates drops, you know, you can you can get like that. So I could see it going either of two ways, but I would not be surprised if it, if it became free to play. Yeah. Um, or, uh, or if or if they start it one way and then because I feel like they've done that with games that are big online multiplayer games like this that don't do well from a from the standard model. They then transition it like Destiny 2 right now is a free to play game. You can buy the base game for get the no. base game for free and start playing. No kidding. Um, okay. So do you want to introduce this next one? Yes. The next one is one that we are actually both very excited about. And personally, this is, this is my highlight from the entire, uh, the entire show. And it's one that I had no, it's brand new. I've never heard anything about this game before. And it is Kenna or Kina, depending on how you want to pronounce it. Kenna Bridge of Spirits. So that's K-E-N-A. So you can take whatever... I actually ben rewatched the trailer and rewatched the trailer this morning and they, and I, well now I'm, I'm getting a mix up in my head. Does but he it's, say it's Kina? Kina? Cause it's, it's Kina. It's Kina. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So Kina bridge of spirits. So this game looks really interesting. So the trailer starts out with this, you know, kind of ominous male voice narrating sort of what's going on. And the scene slowly pans in over like some really beautiful kind of magical forest looking Mm -hmm. environments. Uh, You see some interesting, strange creatures, mainly these adorable little like puff balls. They're just like these little black creatures that look like a personalized, uh, not personalized, personified. What is that (laughs) word? Personified. God, I'm really struggling today. Uh, Personified like balls of soot. That's what they looked like to me, but they're kind of big like in relation to kina they would probably go up to like her shin or something because she herself is a human or at least she appears to be a human maybe an elf i'm not entirely sure but like also Uh, like uh like early teenager 
Yes, so she appears to be quite young. So Kina appears to be a young girl, you know, probably preteen, early teens, uh, with a like magical staff that I glows blue and something. And it just the the takeaway is it's a magical looking world. You play as a really cute ca- character named Kina. It's unclear exactly what your objectives are, but you appear to be uh, taking down or maybe cleansing evil slash corrupted spirits because it did show quite a bit of co- quite a bit of combat of Kina facing down these kind of large beasts. Mm-hmm. So what exactly the nature of those beasts is remains to be seen, but it showed off some really good looking uh, bow and arrow mechanics, which was very reminiscent in some ways. Somebody else pointed this out to me, and I was like, "Oh, you're right about that." It's parts of it looked reminiscent of Breath of the Wild. Maybe oh, really? it was just maybe it was just the glowing blue that I was like, it oh yeah, that. that's Breath of the Wild. Um, so it may have just been the color scheme, but yeah, that one actually to me gave me a whole lot of Ori vibes. Ooh, yeah. I mean, at least in tone, I totally agree. In tone, uh, like music, the tone and the setting, and the setting yes. music sounded very, very similar to it. But even like the, but that's where I thought like the blue, like especially in Will of the Wisps that I'm still playing. I need to get back to it. But um, it you know, Ori creates these arrow, can shoot these air blue uh energy arrows, and it looked very similar to kind of how you can. Kina was able to conjure the weapon she was wanting yeah. to use from her staff. Uh, yeah. But the other thing about it that looked really cool is how much those little uh, the little creatures help you. And they seem it's to be because so- like it showed in the gameplay stuff like the, a whole bunch of them would like jump onto an enemy. You were then able to like shoot the enemy and they would disperse the energy to be, be uh, of your uh, your bolt to be able to, to hit other enemies. So it kind of looks like it, there's some interesting mechanics there. It's a weird mix of like Pikmin yeah. in a normal non-Pikmin game. And I had that same thought. I was like, look at those very large Pikmin, how they escape from their game. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it, I, I'm very interested. This, in this one. For sure. Uh, okay. I mean, I mean, we already know because it's a, it's been a big news. And by this point you've already heard about it, but obviously like horizon, uh, forbidden the forbidden West was announced. And so that obviously takes the cake for me of what I'm most excited for out of this, but of a new IP, a new, a new story, new everything. Kingdom bridge of spirits takes the cake for me as well. Like it's, it was by far the thing I got, I got goosebumps during the trailer and I was just like, Oh man, I'm all about whatever this is. And it looks, it looks like it's going to be a great time. And as far as selling consoles goes, Kena Bridge of Spirits was the game that made me think, okay, I'm definitely going to have to buy a PS5. Yeah. Because if the PS5 isn't backwards compatible, and they they didn't mention anything I mean, about said, whether or not the PS5, like yeah. what exactly that's going to look like. So if it's not, and if Kena Bridge of Spirits doesn't have a PlayStation 4 like bridge port, then yeah, PS5 is going to have to be a, a definite purchase for me. But we still don't know its price point. So yeah. which we'll, we'll get into that a little bit because we'll talk about the actual console itself after we get through these games. Um, we still got a few, couple more to get through here. Uh, so this next one, life is strange well, before the asteroid. Yeah. No, just uh, kidding. It's night- a call, goodbye. Volcano high is, was the other one was this next I one. I don't know what to make of this game. I don't either. I, I, it, it definitely falls into my eh, category. Uh, I was just uh, like it. I know people enjoy games like that. It, it's not, but also I kind of thought about it. Life is strange. And then I wound up loving life is strange. So who knows the story of it well, could be very enticing. 
the thing about Goodbye Volcano High, and I hate to say this, like, I hate to be that person, and even as, like, the words leave my mouth, I'm like, God, I suck. But the art style for Goodbye Volcano High is so niche. Just didn't, um, just didn't hit, hit, didn't like, work for you? Yeah, for starters, it appears to be, like, 2D kind of drawn animation, which is really nice most of the time. Mm -hmm. But the characters themselves are some sort of fantastical creatures that all kind of look like a mix of dinosaurs plus flying. Plus humans? Yeah, plus humans. But they're teenagers, and teenagers are already insufferable, let alone (laughs) being fantasy dinosaurs. (laughs) So, I don't know. I just, I feel like that one's kind of a hard sell so we'll see maybe it comes out and it's just the the game of an era uh who knows but i i'm that's one of the ones that i was the least on board with mm-hmm. uh, same, for me. same for me uh next up we got we had odd world soul storm which i've never surprised. played i've never seen played the old world games it did look like a very good big mix of uh just standard platforming but then also like lemmings and i guess pikmin to some extent, because it looked like you were leading a whole bunch of um, Abe's, because that's the main character. Abe, I think. Yeah, Abe's yeah. the main character. Um, you were like leading a bunch of his people at, and ha- always had like a big group of them with you. Like you were trying to get them to escape. And I feel like you use them to help kind of like a la Pikmin to be able to do various things or unlock various pathways and whatever through the levels you go. That's kind of what it looked like from the trailer gameplay they were showing off. Yeah, I agree. But, Looked cool. Looked very again, very visually. That's what the thing, though. I will say, I know that there were a couple, like um, a couple games, like Goodbye Volcano High, that didn't necessarily resonate with us artistically. But for the most part, all these games were visually just like, oh yeah, holy shit, these are great. That's not to say that Goodbye Volcano High doesn't have great animation quality. Yeah, it, it looks really good. It just wasn't just, per our personal preference. Just yeah, just not uh, not up our alley. But Oddworld, um. I think maybe this was one of the ones that was on that leaked list of games that, you know, people thought were rumored to be for the PS5. Mm-hmm. I still wasn't expecting it. I guess I just blotted that out of my mind. So when I saw New Odd World, I was like, huh, no kidding. That's a strange franchise to try to bring back from the dead. Because it's been a uh, long time since one of those came out. Have you played any time. of them? I never have. We had the first one. Oh, okay. uh, I'm pretty sure that we had the first one for PlayStation 1. Um, and what I remember of Odd World, which is very patchy, uh, Bromogan played Odd World more than I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember it being a lot more kind of like dark humor, certainly, but a little bit more based on like gross humor and kind of being like crass a little bit. Yeah. So the trailer kind of. I had this weird disconnect of being like, wow, in tone of like this super dark, intense story mm-hmm. about like freeing all of his people or whatever. I was like, that does not seem very odd world to me. Uh, uh, I, I haven't played, you know, the games in literal 20 years, you know, or more because this would have been PlayStation one era. Uh, but it just it seemed very non odd world to me, at least in its tone. So who knows how it's actually going to be? Might be great. Yep. Might suck. Don't know. Don't know. Definitely another one though for me that I was like, I don't really just because I have no yeah. experience with the with the franchise. I was just like, eh, not 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 the bigger one of mine. But so there were two games in this one in this whole re- uh, reveal that I was like, I don't know what's going on because <laughs> these like I just I just don't understand it. But they were both interesting looking games. This first one, Ghostwire Tokyo. 
Uh, this is from Bethesda and Tango Gameworks, which we had known about this game before, but had a very brief reveal. And now we actually got a very full-fledged trailer and some gameplay. It looks insane. Like, it just looks like the combat of it, it looks like you're fighting Slenderman with umbrellas and, like, all this other crazy stuff. So but it's, like, neon Tokyo that to looks really like, cool. Yeah, the setting is Tokyo, for starters. And in terms of the environment... You know, they really kind of focused in on the environment in their reveal trailer because a guy came out beforehand and, you know, this was all in the presentation, obviously. Right. And he explained that the PS5, you know, really gave them the ability to create Tokyo the way they wanted to. So if environmental immersion was what they're going for, the environment that they've created looks incredible. Mm -hmm. As far as how you interact with that environment goes, it's kind of unclear because you appear to be a human maybe question mark with special powers fighting i guess just spirit world creatures yeah, apparitions At least and they stuff look, like yeah, that like yeah. apparitions ghosts uh that's what they looked like to me but then they kept focusing in on all these slendermen with umbrellas which that's not a japanese spirit as far as i know yeah <laughs> so that might be something else so uh the story of ghostwire tokyo is still very much a mystery to me I mean, this one and the other game that kind of falls, which I just kind of want to go ahead and jump onto it, skip ahead and jump onto it because like they they felt very similar in tone was that Pragmata that came out, Ooh, which, yeah. again, you know, that one's post-apocalyptic post again has cats, uh, but it has like some, like both of those games gave me, uh, Pragmata and uh, Ghostwire Tokyo both gave me very strong Death Stranding vibes. And in mm. the sense that I have no idea what this is about and I have no idea, like I can't even conjure what's happening in these games. Um, but, you know, Pragmata we got a while. It's 2022 before that'll be out. And then, you know, Ghostwire Tokyo. Pragmata just made me think immediately of Bioshock 2 because you're this guy in this big or, or woman yeah, 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 yeah. Know, in this big hulking space suit. And then they come across like a young, like a little girl, like mm -hmm. maybe six or so. And her awesome ghost skeleton cat, A plus for the cat, uh, 10 out of 10 wood cat again. Uh, and then like, <laughs> a sh and then shit starts going down and the girl like hops up on his back, like onto his shoulders. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's a little sister and a big daddy. Oh yeah. Just <laughs> so like, obviously just I don't think that's it. what it is, but it, I was just like, oh, this is just new Bioshock, Bioshock yep. in space. <laughs> But both those games looked trippy as hell. Uh, yeah, and Ghostwire and Tokyo, especially Ghostwire Tokyo looks like its combat is going to be ridiculous because it looked like a whole lot of and and two again, just like this is the thing that I think is going to be very exciting with the technology of the PS5 is that and what should be available on it is the ray tracing that's going to become out of the graphics card, which I think is going to set it. You know, if you've seen any videos of what that looks like on PCs, the lighting in these new games is going to be incredible. Like in the, the aesthetics they're going to be able to do and just the graphical quality and how they're going to be able to show off and create these environments. And that's why I think something like Ghostwire Tokyo, which, you know, created this very vibrant, bright, colorful Tokyo. But also think about how much of the the combat was so bright, like the 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 bolts of like energy you're shooting from your hands, how bright and luminous they were and just so colorful and all these different. Again, there's so much detail put into these. That's what I was blown away with in all these trailers. I was just like these these like I know I wasn't expecting a I wasn't necessarily expecting like a huge visual quality jump from the PS4 to the to the PS5, but from what it just looks like the level of detail in the in everything that's going to be coming from these games, I'm just like holy crap, this looks it's just it's going to be insane what these are looking what these games are going to look like. Uh oh. next oh sorry. 
Oh, I was just going to say, as always with new technology and these new consoles, it does depend on what the user has access to. So, for example, if a lot of these games rely on having a really good internet connection or having a really high quality 8K 2050 TV or whatever. You're going to need a 4K plus to really get the full effect, yeah. Yeah, and and many people still don't have that. So that's always something that is annoying to me is that many of these... You know, it's it's the progress, it's the nature of progress. Mm-hmm. But also, if you don't have whatever companion pieces to the PS5 make it look the best, you're probably not going to get the level that they were at least. I mean, uh, it's, showcasing in right, this presentation. right, right, right. I mean, it's still going to look better than what you're rolling with on your PS4, for like, sure, yeah, uh, for sure, and everything like that. Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm looking at because I have 4K monitors on my computer. But I don't have any 4K TVs, so it's like, would I want to like be be hooked to the uh, actual computer every time I want to play the PS4? Which I like, you know, I like sitting on the couch. But we'll yeah. see. Um, this next one was another me- big math for me. Jet the Far Shore. Uh-huh. I like the trailer didn't really do anything for me. It it felt very slow. It felt like something we've seen a ton before. That like Earth's in peril. Go to a new planet, and you got to and you got to you know settle on it. Yeah, and I was just I, like, I, I was just kind of like, like a, this looks like No Man's Sky, but then not even as pretty as No Man's Sky. Like it was. Yeah, the I, world that they showed looked real bummer town. Like it right. was just. Which maybe that's the point. <laughs> but it I was, was still, real dreary. Yeah, that, I just didn't. Well, that one did nothing for me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> just skip. Same. Let's just skip over it. I have nothing to say about it either. Sorry. Um, Godfall. So we've we've seen a little bit of this one. This one was revealed a few months ago. Uh, it looks like a God of War esque, like the combat style of it reminded me a whole lot of God of War and just like the, the new, the new God of War in, in that, that, you know, just a lot of intense, chaotic combat from a third person perspective. Uh, you're going to have, you know, you're going to have a lot of effects and massive attacks and combos and probably that you can pull off. And the big thing that they were promoting is that you're going to have these like incredibly detailed and badass looking suits of armor looked like. Again, looked cool. Not one that I'm I'm necessarily super jazzed about, though. So I do have some tentative hopes for Godfall being potentially a fun multiplayer game because some of that. the combat did look like it might be multiplayer, uh, or at least have some multiplayer capabilities. So if you're able to play like co-op, play online with your friends, uh, you know that could be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody likes a nice no-brainer every now and then. Just press the buttons, do the melee, win I, the game. <laughs> I wonder if it would be something similar in its combat style to like For Honor. That's more of like very, you know, Ooh. For Honor has very, you know. I hope not. God. For Honor has a very don't do that. Know, Godfall. <laughs> it has a very uh, complex combat system you know but i mean same as like with mortal Kombat or something like that or tekken even like you have the moves and the combos so i wonder if it'll be something like that or if it is like hit square for a hit for a light attack hit triangle for a heavy you know like if it's going to be something like that or if it's going to be more of a combination of like of pairing your attacks like which way you deflect and guard with your weapons and shield and stuff like that i don't know i very strongly doubt it's going to be that complex uh nothing about the trailer it would make me more interested if it would be It may be, but nothing about the trailer seemed to imply um, precision inputs, we'll yeah, say. That's, that's it, true. It, it looked like a whole it, bunch it, of smashing. Yeah, it looked more like Dynasty Warriors to me, mm. you know, in terms of it being just this giant uh, melee hack and slash. Hack and slash. That's yeah, the hack word and I'm slash. looking for. 
Um, but anyway, so Godfall. Maybe. Maybe it will be good. We'll see. Solar Ash. I didn't really have any thoughts on this one either. Uh, it's from the creators of Hyperlight Drift. Which is a very good game. Um, so it does look really interesting, and I love the the look of the game overall mm. and the, the graphic style that they went with. Um, I'm pretty intrigued. Uh, obviously, you know, again, just need to know more about the gameplay. Don't really know what to expect here. Um, but the characters that they showed, you know, there was kind of just the player character and then what appeared to be a, a goddess-like creature. Uh Looked interesting, oh, so yeah. I would be I would be pretty interested in that. Uh, then we had Hitman Three, which is going to be the conclusion of the of the new Hitman trilogy that's been that's come out with Hitman One, Two, and now Three. Uh, that one is coming out in January, so that's not too much farther on the horizon. Uh, yeah. And just looks to be a very a continuation of Hitman. I mean, like, it's, it's, it just yeah, looks like, so Hitman, like a Hitman game. Although it was really funny the that they they made the big point. They were like. All right, and now we're going to show you show off, you know, Agent Forty Seven on the top of the world in Dubai. And I was like, oh, cool, we're going to see like a gameplay of a mission. And then it just like showed Agent Forty Seven walking around in that really tall skyscraper in Dubai. And I was like, oh, okay. It was the, it was the <laughs> tiniest amount of gameplay, yeah. like literally seconds. Yeah. And was, and then most of the rest of it was cinematic trailers, which is fine, but those don't tell you anything about the game. Exactly. Uh, but the hitman games, I think, are. Kind of like cult classics, right? People love I've, Hitman. Uh, the one I've played, I've only played one. I played Hitman Absolution, and it was a lot of fun. It's a it's a very much a game where it's like I thought going into it the very first time I played it, and yes, I realized that it was completely opposite of how the game is supposed to be played. I did try to go in a guns a blazing, and it was like, Jared, that's for not, God's sake, I know I'm, I'm sometimes <laughs> I'm a little hard headed in areas like that, and oh so it took God. me a second to realize, oh no, how I kill them. How silently I, I take out the targets, how little extra collateral damage there is, all works together to build up the score. And once I figured that out and realized that's how this game is supposed to be played, it was a very fun but methodical experience because it is very much like you got to analyze the movement patterns of the guards. You've got to figure out places that you can sabotage or get around, you know, shortcuts, different things like that. It's it's. It's complex, it's stealthy, and it's methodical. And so um, I very much enjoyed it by the time I got to the end of it and, or by the end of it and everything and once I got into how the game is supposed to be played. Uh, so Hitman is one, especially, I mean, I got all excited when you told me Hitman 2 was $11. Like, I want to try it out for sure and try it because Hitman Absolution was PS3. So I want to see what Hitman looks like on PS4 What's funny or PS5. Is that I feel like I should have gotten on the Hitman train a long time ago because you know how much I love the Dishonored series. Yeah. Those games are incredible. And even though they have the option to play in a very in-your-face, you know, guns a kind of way, kill them all, mm -hmm. I never play it that way. I always go the very, very total stealth route. Right. So I love stealth games, obviously, because that's the only way that I will play Dishonored. So maybe... I really just need to get on get on Hitman and see if I actually like it because so. if it's you know stellar stellar stealth game why not? Yep. Uh, let's see. Astro's Playroom. No. It looked comment. fun. Yeah. No comment. Really. <laughs> it looked fun. Cute. It, yeah. Cute like little sandbox game you'd play around in, but ultimately didn't necessarily do anything for me. Yeah. Um, moving on. Little Devil Inside. We are very this, one this is another one we're very excited in. about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is one. Again, I don't really know what's going on. Like, are you Same. a are you like a treasure monster hunter who's employed by this rich businessman who spends his days in his house just waiting for you to return from your adventures? Because it was so interesting how it 
the trailer paralleled their lives. The your character, you know, is out risking their life to fight all these characters, and then the other guy is sleeping, sitting in the bath, taking a poo on the toilet the, at that one point. You know, it's just like what what's happening here? Like what's what's all this? But it seemed very uh I don't know. It just felt very unique. Everything yeah, about it. I don't now because of the parallels that they drew and kind of the way that they showed them, I don't know. Part of me thought that the player character it seemed like, kind of the the younger boy or mm-hmm. young man. I I wonder if he's literally inside the old man. Oh. Like at some point. I kinda yeah, had I that thought. I was that. like, is he like living in the old man? Or he's like or he's the like old man reminiscing on his life. Yeah. Although, wasn't so there a scene I, though in the trailer where the where the adventurer like brings a dead monster to the old man? Ooh, yeah. But you're that right. could still be like a transitionary thing. Yeah, maybe so. Like it's like, it's like you mean, go off they, on the adventure as the young boy and then come back to the old man and then you go do something else and then he's like, Oh, I remember this time when I was doing hunting for this creature then it goes back and like yeah, yeah. Sh- and then you jump back in i don't know so maybe something like that but that's a good I, i'm curious about that though that's a that's a good idea i may i may have just kind of blocked out that first part so anyways we'll see the point is i'm bit like this and kina are the yeah. two new games that are totally new ips that i'm real excited about just because they look like they have the most potential mm-hmm. well so we'll see and two i was very i was very much into how it, much it looks like there will be so uh, the level of combat mechanics that you'll get to play at yeah, it as a little inside because it looks like you have a little pistol that you can shoot. It looks like you have a shield, you have a sword of some kind. You can create bombs and use bombs as well. But it looks very much like how you were able to in again in this trailer, you were able to block an attacking creature with your shield, then immediately shoot him with a pistol, then attack with a sword. So it looks like there's going to be some pretty in depth combat to it, which yeah. for a game with its art style, I wasn't necessarily anticipating. Because it does look like it's a mix of more of a kid and adult adventure, I would I feel like. Um, because, I mean, there are some big fantastical monsters, but you are having to do a lot of combat and having to do a lot of fighting. But the the art style of it is what really has me very curious about it. Because it's cell, uh, would you describe it as cell shaded? But also looks like it's cardboard. Yeah, it, it looks know? like almost paper crafted. Yeah. Like this interesting, it doesn't entirely look like paper, but... You yeah, know, the car- saying it's it's full on cardboard isn't the right way to describe it, but just like how yeah. it looks like somebody took like boxes, cardboard boxes, and folded them and created these characters out of them, and then made them look yeah. you know CG. So it's it, uh, it's, it's fascinating. It's very fascinating. I I was into it in a big way. Uh, NBA Two K Twenty One. Play Here's bas- my official play, statement. Play basketball, everybody. Yeah, uh, my official <laughs> statement: Sports ball games on the yearly are a scam. Do not buy them. They just they literally just want your money. Don't do it, people. Also, I feel so bad for the athletes, like the real-life athletes, that keep getting dragged into these marketing campaigns. It's like, dude, just let that guy live his life. I mean, unless they want to be on the 2K21 trailer. I mean, because in the trailer, it was, you know, the one thing that I did did see, and I was like, oh, that's that's impressive, is when it did the close-up of, I believe it was Zion Williamson's face, and he had all the sweat and, like, how detailed that was granted it's trailer but it was still rendered in engine so we can anticipate at yeah. some point maybe seeing something similar that shot pulled up and i was like oh man 
Like that well, looks but really good. Think about good. when you're actually playing the game. Like when you're actually playing the yeah, basketball. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna you're not that. gonna get that. You're no, not gonna you're not gonna that. notice that. It's not gonna matter. As much sports I mean, games are a scam. Top. <laughs> <laughs> I still think like it could uh, like uh, again testament to the power uh, and what we could start coming to see from this from this console. Um, another delightful surprise: bug snacks. I'm not sure I would say delightful. I was very confused by this. I was game. very confused by it, but I was like, but I also because of like the little strawberry creatures at the beginning and everything. I was like, okay, I know they've been games here that have shown off that you get to be cats. But if there's any game that I've seen in this whole presentation that I believe Sam would be down for playing with me, I think it's Bug Snacks. And I showed her the trailer for Bug Snacks, and I was 100% correct. She was into it from the very beginning. And she like loved the little strawberry. And then when you meet the walrus character who then eats the strawberry, she's like, oh, don't eat that strawberry. And, but then when she saw the arm like turned into strawberries, she was like, what? Uh, and I think that would game. So it looks like it's like you go around and then you can eat things. And then whatever you eat then becomes represented on your body in some way. Yeah, so you appear to just be a player character inhabiting a, a world or an island where all of the creatures are mixes of a creature plus food. Yeah. So there are strawbies that kind of look like little bugs maybe, and mm-hmm. then there are, I guess, many other creatures, again, just made of various types of foods. And you as the player, when you eat them, parts of your body become them. I don't know why. What what purpose does that serve? But we'll see. Doggo! Fenderbutt! But my favorite part, and I think it had the this trailer had the funniest part, thing that I laughed at the most through all these games. Although I know not all these games were necessarily uh, like comedic, but I still loved how at the end of that one, the one that like mayor or whatever came up to the walrus and was like, "So I tried carrying a torch with my weenie hands, and it dropped, and I dropped it, and the whole town's on fire." And you're like, "Oh no, God, oh this. no!" I just love that. I tried carrying a torch with my weenie hands because <laughs> he has hot dog hands. Yeah, like just. Hysterical. <laughs> it made me laugh a lot. I wasn't expecting it. Um, <laughs> and, and then things took a radically different turn. Radically in different tone turn. As the people's champion, Demon Souls, finally got announced with its official remake. And nice. everybody in our Discord went crazy bananas with excitement about this game. I haven't played Demon Souls, but I was so excited to see it be announced. For all of you who are so excited for it, you know, because we have several yeah. people in our in our discord who are huge fans of the game. You, Bro Mogan, Destroya. So it's like there are a lot of people who love that series. And so all of your collective excitement when it got announced it was, it just filled me with joy. It was it was I'm nice only a fan by proxy. Like I'm a fan because I know other people are so excited about it. And I love the concept of yeah. Dark Souls. And this is basically the first Dark Souls. Demon Souls is the precursor to what we now know as the Dark Souls series. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited that Demon Souls is getting its its day in the sun again uh, and making its way into a... Because Demon Souls was for the PS3. So this is going to yes. be a big jump uh, from its origins to now. And it had to be early um, PS3 too. Yeah, it was. It yeah. was not a good-looking game. Demon Souls was a rough-looking game. Uh, and it's a rough game, so that makes sense. But on PS5, it looks stunning. Uh, this it is one of the better-looking games that I thought we saw, just in terms of how um, how immersive the environment is, of course, and just how everything looks typical, like, demon gross. Yeah. It's like, yeah, all of that looks terrible. <laughs> That's exactly how it should look. That looks like a terrible world to live in. <laughs> uh, so there's that one. This next one, 
you were pretty excited about too. Yes. I but think more for its in, its inspirations rather than the game itself. Yes. So this is more of a leap of faith for me. So they showed a lot more about Deathloop, which we did get some uh, footage of Deathloop back at E3 2019. So it's been a it's been a hot second since we had any more info on this game. But this is the one that's coming from Arcane Studios. So its publisher is Bethesda, but the developers Arcane. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and Arcane Studios did Dishonored, one, one of, of my favorite, favorite action stealth games ever. Love Dishonored and Dishonored Two. So on faith alone for Arcane, I am tentatively very excited about this one. Nice. Uh, the gameplay that they did show, I mean, was just cut and cut and paste. Dishonored. It looked very. It, it looked very it dishonored. Just, it was dishonored. Uh, they showed an ability that the player character has, and I know they said his name, but I can't remember it. Um, um, he has this ability where, like, he it. projects an like an orb of light or something into the, you know, a few feet away or whatever, and then rapidly transports to that location. That's just dishonored. Yeah. That's your that's your dishonored shadow step ability or whatever Corvo calls it, Edge Lord. Uh, so a lot of the gameplay and combat looked just like Dishonored, which is a good thing. Uh, Dishonored's combat and its gameplay are stellar. Yeah. Uh, and uh, even if they just improve and expand upon that, sure, I'm on board. What I'm less on board with is the concept, and I know that feels like kind of a a weird thing to say because it does seem interesting uh but the the idea of the world is that you as the player character you're an assassin and you're caught in some in some sort of loop world you know similar to uh returnal that we saw earlier which i thought was interesting that there were two games kind of focused on that same concept uh so you're basically reliving uh the same day again and again and again and you as the assassin you know like you know that you're reliving the same day mm-hmm. so you're engaged in this never-ending duel against these other assassins with the idea being i guess that if you kill all of the other assassins within one loop i would guess you escape the yes. death loop yeah. question mark and that's all pure guesswork no that uh, you nailed, hit it right on the head uh, there's another gamespot article that's that details more about death loop uh, after the reveal and everything and that's oh, and that's okay. definitely what it talks about and your character's name is colt colt yes and the main other they, they really strayed far from the corvo path huh <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's <true>. really funny <laughs> Um, (laughs) And it's funny, too, that it's another game where you're dealing with assassins. I mean, Dishonored, you're an assassin. That's pretty funny. Uh, I hadn't hadn't put that two two together yet. Let's say this. Arcane knows what they're about, Mm -hmm. and it's fine to know what you're about. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Do do what you do well. That's okay. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it does look like you go through this, this thing, uh, this sequence you have to, I think it says eight other assassins that you're trying to, yeah, that you're trying to do before midnight without being killed in order to break three, break free. But the interesting, interesting other little, uh, hook they have to this is that you can also play as another character, uh, Juliana Blake, who is like Colt's main rival trying to take him down. And as if you're playing as her, you can actually jump into other player games to try to defeat them. That is kind of the multiplayer aspect yeah, of this one. That's really interesting. Yeah. That's a fun, weird new take on multiplayer that I'm all about. Mm-hmm. I love it. Now, how it'll actually feel when you do it, who knows? Maybe she's super OP and maybe she's like impossible to beat. Yeah. Or maybe it's the case where it's really balanced and it just feels like a really fun, nice experience for everyone. So 
I love to see people take developers take new risks or just you know, new ways to do multiplayer. Mm. I'm all about that. It looks like it could be a, a fun combination of like a normal 8v8, you know, or like free-for-all thing because of uh, free-for-all multiplayer, but then also elements of games like Predator Hunting Grounds or Friday the 13th, or what's the other one? Evolve, where it's like four people against one kind of thing. So yeah. it's, you know, so I wonder if it's kind of a, a mix of that style with just a typical 8v8, like free for all game. That'd be pretty interesting to see with the Juliana Blake character. That'd be, now, that'd the, be very cool. The key difference that I will say that I'm expecting between Dishonored versus Deathloop is that, and again, this is largely because of the way that I choose to play Dishonored. Mm -hmm. I really never had many 1v1 combat instances where it was me versus another ai character that was kind of like a boss fight yeah in terms of them being really powerful and me having to actually like melee combat it out again that's because i went primarily stealth most characters never even fought me i just choked them out and then i ran away right but this <laughs> game appears yeah <laughs> this game at least for the assassins uh the other eight assassins that you're trying to take down i get the feeling that those will be much more intense 1v1 you know, combat instances. That's that's at least how they seem to be setting it up. Yeah. I could also see it, though, being a thing where it is still very stealth-based because you're trying to, like, hide... Because everybody wears masks. It's not like you're going to, you know... So it's probably going to be a sequence of trying to find out clues to figure out who even are the other players. And then you know, being able to take them down without alerting everybody else. So I bet there's still a pretty complex stealth no, no, mechanic I, to it I, all. I don't mean that there's not going to be stealth. There yeah. absolutely will be. I mean with the assassins in particular, mm, because mm. they showed what appeared to be some actual, like, full frontal, okay, now you're fighting this person. Yes. Which in Dishonored, you absolutely have ways to never do that. Right, So right. will that still be something that's the case? I don't know. Uh, but it seemed to me that it was setting up. And in tone especially, you know, it was setting up kind of a more raucous looking time. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm just expecting that those fights against the other assassins will be a little bit more direct. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I would think so. Uh, next up, we had Resident <laughs> Evil Village. Resident, Resident Evil, Evil Bloodborne. 8, uh, and I got to say, <laughs> I haven't really been like super excited in a Resident Evil game in a while. Uh, this one, I think, will bring me back in, though, because I loved the setting of it. The setting of it looks very Van Helsing-esque and just it's just like with this village that you're in that you're having in it and you're I mean you're fighting like what looked to be werewolf-esque creatures uh, and everything like that. So I was very much into the look and the feel of Resident Evil Village. Looks like, uh, you know, to I'm, I'm going to need it like to, to scare me next year. Yeah, yeah. It you looked know. like to me to almost be a setting of like the 1800s mm -hmm. where everything like just this old village kind of frozen in time. So what well, there's like a big setting, castle too, right? Yeah. There was a big castle. Like it looked like the creepy German countryside or something. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I get on board. I was, with this. I was on board with it. And plus we get Chris Redfield back again. So there you go. Um, okay. We already talked about Pragmata. Oh my God. Somebody pointed out this GameSpot article pointed out that the village is V-I-I-I-8. 
Yeah. They, Did, they cheated it in there. And I didn't <laughs> notice the Roman numeral. I thought at first it was just vil- this game called Village. And I was like, I'm very into whatever this is. Then it said Resident yeah. Evil. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm still very into this. I just wasn't expecting it to be Resi- the next Resident Evil. Yeah, but. me neither. Uh, the trailer, when it starts, I didn't know that it was Resident Evil until the very end. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even guess it. So yeah. I, I do think that it's setting itself up to hopefully be kind of its own new experience, which is nice. But one of the characters is a repeat. Uh, what's his name? Chris Redfield. Chris, yes. Yeah. There we go. I always want to call him Carlisle. <laughs> Carlisle? <laughs> In my head, his name is Carlisle. I don't, uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so we talked about Pragmata already a little bit and what we can discern of that one. But the big Ghost one. Ghost Skeleton Cat. That's all I care about. <laughs> The big reveal that, oh, I knew in my heart of hearts was coming, but was still so excited to see when it actually was revealed. Horizon Zero Dawn is officially getting a sequel with Horizon Forbidden West. Looks like Aloy's... Or what? Oh, or as Bro Bogan put it, Horizon 5 will go to West. I was like, yes, that's perfect. (laughs) I did like that. I laughed pretty good at that too. Um, But this one is looks like it's obviously a continuation of Aloy's journey. You see Silence, the... Uh, her companion. Okay, it's a little spoiler to Horizon Zero Dawn. Sorry, but you see, sorry. like, do you care? No, Before? I don't okay. care. Uh, so it shows Aloy, obviously, and then it shows Silence, who is like her companion helper in the first game, but then takes a turn toward the evil at the end of her <gasps> of it. So you're obviously yes. going to be, and it looks like he's kind of just like starting to take the the abilities and everything and create his own like community tribe that I'm sure he will use for his own nefarious purposes. Uh, but it looks like you're moving, you know, like far out, like the first horizon, like took place, I want to believe around Colorado esque, like the Midwest, I think. Uh, and then a little bit Northern, maybe towards Canada and stuff like that. But, (laughs) but this one, it goes West. Aloy goes West and you do looks like it, like San Francisco seems to be a setting like you're you're, and everything or the rundown, you know, post-apocalyptic San Francisco. Uh, but like I was a lot of things I was excited about there. A again, the sheer beauty of that trailer was a thing of beauty, quite literally. Uh, the game looked like it's going to be, again, visually stunning, you know, uh, but I did love to see the new creature designs, the new machine designs that we're going to have, like the one that looked like a huge snapping turtle. That was awesome. Yeah, uh, that was the, a cool looking one for sure. The freaking war elephants. Can we talk about that? I lost my ever loving mind when I saw the like they popped up and I was like, holy shit. I can't believe getting to take those down. The Thunder Jaws were big enough and the Stormbirds in the first Horizon Zero Dawn were a big enough enemy. But these war elephants look like they're going to be insane to fight because, you know, it's oh, man, everything about it. I was excited about. I was excited about. Um, oh, that there are going to be underwater areas you get to explore now. That was a thing like you could get in water in Horizon Zero Dawn, but you couldn't like swim, go under and all that stuff. And that looks now from the trailer. That's going to be an added part. So that is really cool, too. Uh, obviously, Horizon Zero Dawn is still currently sitting at my number two game of all time. So, of course, I'm jazzed for a sequel. And I oh, I can't wait. It's so exciting. And then for anybody like me who still hasn't played Horizon Zero Dawn, oh the first one, I didn't know until I saw this trailer that Silence, this character that I know nothing about, is Lance Reddick from Fringe. Which makes it even better. <laughs> And he's amazing. So I had no idea that Lance Reddick was in this game. Yeah, no, he's uh, I forget he's what his character's character. name is from Fringe, but he's phenomenal. Love yeah. Lance Reddick. Also, the concierge, no, concierge at the in the Hotel Continental in John Wick series. So, oh, 
no kidding. Yeah. Huh. Lance Reddick. Man, also, what a badass name, right? Right? Lance Reddick. Lance That's Reddick. his real name. <laughs> it just rolls off the tongue, and you're just God, like, badass. His, his parents just, like, set him up to be a <laughs> lifetime of badass. Oh, right? I know. It's great. Uh, so, yeah. So, that wraps up the full list of all the games. Tons of games. Tons of great games. And it was an incredible, like, I was. I think I was jazzed the whole time. Like, like I said, there were a couple in here that we were just like, eh. Like not not too excited about, but overall, all these games, I was like, yeah, I'd give that a shot. Yeah, I'm interested to see where this goes. Yeah, I want to play this hands down. Um, before we talk about the console itself, and I know we touched on this, but what were your like top three? Tina, uh, Little Devil Inside, Stray. I really want to be a kitty. Yeah, just let me be the kitty in all games, and I will be very happy. Uh, my top three are uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Obviously, is number one. But then I think it's, but then very much for me after that, a very close second is Kena Bridge of, Sp- Bridge of Spirits. And then again, Little Devil Inside. Those games look very fun and I cannot wait to get my hands on those. Yeah. Um, There's okay. a lot to be excited about already. Oh yeah, for sure. And like, this was great to get to see. But then the surprising part of this whole reveal was the actual reveal of the console itself. Like they showed it off. We got to see it. We got to see the cool new design, which I am personally in love with. I think it looks great. It's a breath of fresh air for console design. Like it's not any more just a black box. Like it has some curves to it. It has different colors. It's white, black with blue. The DualSense controller looks awesome in this so, whole, like very futuristic note, white. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Somebody else pointed this out because the memes are already off the charts. Oh, yeah. For I've been seeing like, people putting like, heads and stuff on it. Oh, to my make God. It look the like memes characters. are so funny. So it does, like, when it's standing up, somebody pointed out that it totally looks like Seto Kaiba from Yu Gi Oh! because he has, like, this huge popped collar, like, uh-huh. white trench coat, and he wears a black turtleneck underneath it. And it's like, oh, my God, the PS5 is Seto Kaiba confirmed. That's hilarious. <laughs> I was dying. Um, but so the design of it was really cool. Huge fan of that. What, what did you think? Like first thoughts of it other than, uh, other than I, the, the meme potential? No, I love the design. I think it looks really sleek. Um, I do wonder how stable it will be if you lay it on its side. Um, because I've seen it people looked who very have, curved. I've seen, I'm, People say you can very easily. It, it works both ways. Okay. And, and, right, it, and it's designed fine. to work for both ways. Uh, I, I do think that it's nice that they finally let the, the PlayStation unzip its jacket. Maybe now it will finally be able to breathe yeah. and get some air on those fans. So hopefully that'll help with the notoriously loud fans on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. The controller looks really good. I love the controller. To be fair... I don't know what haptic sense means. And they kept showing that word. I think it's just so, going to be very, don't know what that means. Uh, from what my understanding of it is that it's going to be very um, specific vibration feedback. Like, so they could have just called it the HD rumble. Like the Nintendo switch did <laughs> haptic feedback or haptic sense. Are you kidding? It's, it's very, elitist i don't know how to describe <laughs> it I, I don't like it <laughs> i i just think it's going to be like you know you're going to get very specific like vibrations to the lower part of your palm like for basic sense for basic things that help you like gauge like the tension of your bowstring stuff like that you know so i think it'll, it'll be very interesting to see how those technologies come into play uh but with it but again like it seems like they gave this thing a it's going to be a fairly robust controller so i'm very excited about that as well i don't really want to dive into like the full tech specs of it because a i don't understand what a lot of those do in general but b 
you can go read them. Like we just yeah. That's boring. Uh, it, uh, it would just be me saying like it has this, but the you know the big takeaways are like I would have talked about. You got the ray tracing. You're going to have the one terabyte internal SSD. It's going to have a you know big processing power. Obviously, like there are going to like I think load screens now are going to be a thing of the past. Like I think after with oh, this, you say that now. I mean, oh, Jared, don't say that. I don't know. I mean, there will be load screens in the like when you Oof. first are loading your your save, but I think for like in game load screens, I think greatly minimized at the beginning and i think by the end of the console cycle they're going to be gone i just i just how don't think quickly you forget anthem how quickly you forget i i don't forget but i think that this that the power of this machine is supposed like that's the goal what people are trying to get away from um i mean we'll and there may be load that. screens but just like brief very quick like not these like minute long things that we're that we've been used to in this in this oh, generation. Um, I'm not even going to guess that. I will believe <laughs> it when I see it. I, I'm not. Well, even then I'm being the bold there. one making the strong prediction. Here we go. <laughs> uh, but then we have. But then the other thing that I'm also excited about, but yet I need more detail on because again, the big things about this is they didn't talk about backwards compatibility and they didn't talk about price. But they did give us two Very different models of the PS5. The normal, like st standard one with a disc drive, which is going to have like the 4K capabilities and all this other stuff. And then there's the digital, the all digital version that doesn't have a disc drive. You know, very similar to the Xbox One S, I believe, that doesn't have the, that doesn't have the disc drive. So I'm like, off the bat, I'm like, okay, I'm warming up to buying and going all digital. It just, it, to this, it just makes more sense, especially when I want to be able to quick, quickly switch out and play other games. I don't want to have to get off the couch. It's a cause of pure laziness. That's the really the only impetus behind this. But I also do know for specific games, I will want to have a physical version. And then also the big, uh, big tie-in is how is this going to work with backwards compatibility? So like, is it going to be with like Xbox, Xbox, one, how they have it currently, where like if you have an Xbox 360 game, you can put the disc in, it'll download the like whatever adaptions or stuff that it needs to be able to make it work on the Xbox One X. If that's how the PS4 backwards compatibility is going to work, you're going to need that disc drive, which is going to make so that means you're going to, you know, potentially you're going to be paying more to be able to have the backward compatibility stuff. But that's what I mean. That's what makes it difficult to make the decision on which one I want. If backwards compatibility is going to be like, cool, you have this game. And you like register it in some way on their websites. You know, I don't know how they want to do it. I'm not smart enough to figure out how they want to do it. But if there was a way where you could have these physical older games, these physical PS4 games that I have so many of, and then be able to get them onto the all digital PS5, if they were able to do that, that would be really amazing. I don't see how that's possible, are, are you, though. Yeah, I was about to say, is that just theory? Are this you getting theory. that from this somewhere? Oh, no, okay. no, this is me just, just theorizing about how to, how they would handle that. Because, you know, obviously, if you've been all digital and you have all these old digital games, anyway, like the games you get through the PS Plus program, if you're going to get uh, those, those are all digital. Those will be there. Like, you should that shouldn't matter. But, like, I have a lot of PS3 games. I have a lot of PS4 games that are all physical. So it's like, where? how is that going to work with the all digital? That's what I want to see. I don't think but if they would. have a solution... Then I might go the all digital route. I don't know. Yeah, I it's hard to say without that, without the information. Yeah, and I just I super doubt that there's going to be a way to play your old physical games on the all digital PlayStation Five. I don't think. Yeah, I, I really don't think that's going to be the case. I yeah. think if you want backwards compatibility, I really see the only way of that being the case is if you get the disc drive PS Five, which mm -hmm. we were having a, quite a bit of internal debate, um, me and one of my chat groups about, you know. What which of the two do we think is actually going to be the more expensive one? 
because if you go the all digital route, you're probably going to need 20 times the storage. And storage is what really jacks up the price of consoles. So if you go all digital, does is it already going to come equipped with a larger storage capacity? If yes, mm-hmm. yeah. how much more or less expensive will it be? Because with the disk drive, the theory is that that's just one piece of hardware. It, you know, you, you stick it in the PS5 and you're done. Mm-hmm. But with storage, depending on how much you want or need, that could get really expensive really fast. So I'm really not sure which of the two I think is actually going to be the more expensive one. I'm still on the fence. I don't I know think, which way is likely. I think the the one with the drive will be the more expensive one because I think that also having the drive allows them to put more. Again, I'm not a engineer console designer i don't know i do not understand this stuff i'm talking out of my ass here but i seem to but i feel like having that allow is what's going to be the beefier model because right reading it off the disc is going to save i don't know i i i don't know i'm i'm getting into pure conjecture that i have no idea what i'm talking about but i still feel like the one with the drive will be the more expensive one it's going to be the one touted as the as the one that they'll make into the workhorse i guess um but and probably will have some more like graphical ability higher graphic abilities and stuff like that but i don't know i hope they do make it where the drive is easily to easy to upgrade because one terabyte drive is not going to go far like 500 gigabyte didn't go far at all in the ps4 and the xbox one x so they're going to have to do something you know they're going to have to make that easy to swap out swap out or else that's going to be really difficult to get anywhere with that's what finally forced me to get my new ps4 Mm -hmm. because i had my old white one but then I ran out of space mm. and I was like, oh no, I'm finally out of room on this sucker. So I had to go get one of the one terabyte PlayStation 4s, which Gertrude, she's still chugging along. So yeah, I agree. Um, I, I do hope that they have more options for larger storage across the board, mm. but also I'm real nervous about the price point. I think uh, it's going to be, the, the yeah, what do you think it's going to be? didn't mention it. I think at 500 minimum. I, I that might be too much, but I feel like how is it going to be any less than yeah, that? Yeah, I think I think, and I and it who I'm think I've seen some people throw around six hundred, but like that seems Ooh. so high. I think yeah, I'm th- that seems real high. I'm thinking, I agree with you. I think five hundred base for the for the built in for the one with the drive, the digital version. 450 four it'd have to be bigger than four than 50 bucks i bet i bet it's i bet it's 39 399 for the digital version 499 for uh the, really you think yeah, so i think so i think best case scenario for the disk drive one at least is maybe 450 maybe but you know yeah well, pure conjecture it's we just have no idea you know new console new new hardware new tech in there and i and i bet you know it, I just I just feel like they're really I think that now like it, where it's becoming the space where you can play games across more things and have more uh, all these different avenues to play these games across on multiple platforms. I think now the the uh, drive to have the PS5 and the Xbox one match what you could experience potentially on a PC is becoming stronger. And so I think that's what they're having to throw more of this processing power in and everything into the PS5 and the Xbox one or whatever. What's that new Xbox called? I don't even remember. Xbox uh, Scarlet. I don't care what they're calling it for yeah, real. It's I've, Xbox I've, Scarlet. I've, I've blanked on what it's actually called, so I'll, I'll refer to it as that. But the next generation of the Xbox, also, I think they're really throwing, trying to build them to be 
com- more comparable to what you would experience on a PC than what they, yeah, than what it I currently agree. is. So I think doing that in and of itself is going to really be what kicks up the the price a little bit. So <sighs> what else? I think I feel we like may I, have exhausted I think everything we have. you can say about the PS5. <laughs> I think because we that's really as much have. as we know right now. It is. That's it is. As, that's as far as we've gotten. Still should be uh, still planning to be re- to be released in holiday of this year and everything like that you can sign up i actually did sign up uh to be notified when pre-orders go up on best buy but i think there are a couple of different places you can best buy target and one other i think you can sign up to get uh, notified when pre-orders go live um but yeah overall super impressed with the event super impressed with the lineup of the games that they're that they're showing up that they showed off and super impressed with the look of the console itself obviously still yeah. have my questions but overall but i'm pretty sold on it it looks like it's going to be a amazing piece of hardware and we're going to get some incredible games out of this yeah uh fingers crossed for a slightly more accessible price point yeah black friday here we come <laughs> yeah, for real <laughs> uh, but anyway oh and that, that's the other big question too is i still want to see how they're going to handle because you know xbox unveiled that uh smart delivery where it's basically if you buy it if you buy a game for the xbox one and then you get the xbox I cannot believe I'm blanking on what the next one is, but the it's next called the, series X. Yes. I think you, yes. Series X, Xbox series X, See, um, Xbox freaking get better naming conventions it's, it's for God's sake. Xbox Scarlet is so much easier to remember. It is Microsoft. It is. It very <laughs> much is. your naming conventions. I'm wanting to see something like that laid out from Sony because basically what it is, is you buy it, you buy an Xbox one X game. And then you get the Xbox Series X. You can, you're able to immediately play that game. You don't have to rebuy it. You don't have to buy a, like an upgraded version. You just get it. So I'm very curious to see if Sony is gonna do the same and what that looks like. But so far, I haven't really heard of what that is because, especially like we're, we're getting with Last of Us Part Two coming out this week, I'm gonna want to play that on my PS5. I don't want to have to rebuy it, which is what I had yeah. to do with. Um, the first Last of Us, because it came out at the very end of the console's generation for the PS3. They came out with P- with Last of Us Remastered for the PS4, and I bought that one. I don't want to have to keep doing this for these games that are coming I, yeah, out this year. So I need Sony to give me some kind of question, some kind of answer there about what I can expect. Yeah. Um, but other than that, we look forward with uh, bated breath, with anticipation. Anticipation from Rocky Horror. Uh, I wonder how tired of that Tim Curry is. Oh, he's, he's probably so tired of it. Oh, God. He's probably so, so tired, tired of it or he loves it. Uh, <laughs> one of the two. But uh, but anyway, so w- before we go, though, oh, obviously, though, send us all your thoughts. Send it, We want to know what games really like got you the most excited, which ones you were kind of eh about. We want to hear all that from you, so please let us know by sending us an email at teamchatpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, join us on our Discord server. You can chat about us there. Let us know in the comments below across the social media. We'd love to hear from you. But please, let us know what you thought about this, uh, about the PS5 reveal event. But before we go, we do have to do our soundtrack spotlight, which, since it was one of our favorite games from this reveal, we're going to focus on the trailer music from Kina Bridge of Spirits, which Ooh. was composed by uh, composed and produced by Jason Galati, featuring traditional Balinese composition by Diwa Putu Barata and performed by Gamalan Kud. Kudamani of Pinkosakan Bali. So that's from the YouTube description of Hell the channel yes. where I'm getting all this stuff from. But uh, so yeah, an incredible piece of music. Like I said, very reminiscent of Ori in the Blind Forest and stuff like that. So I'm immediately in and immediately uh, all on board for this music. So please listen to the trailer music from Kina Bridge of Spirits after the close, which is pretty much now. Until next time, everybody, I'm one of your hosts, Jared Wilson, joined by Rachel Mogan. 
Adios. We'll see you all next week for another fun gaming topic. Until then, stick around for the song.